ever want to buy one of the plugins you've heard about on the show and you have an account at pluginboutique.com, consider doing it through our affiliate link, which you can find on a4ppodcast.com or in the episode description. It gives us a percentage of the sale so you can support the podcast and you pay the exact same price. Cheers. Welcome to Appetite for Production. It's the Blues Brothers, but uh, with a load of plugins instead of what, whatever it was that they did. They robbed banks. They like sang songs and just like fought the law. Can I be the Blues Brother that died, please? Yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah. Okay, wicked, wicked. I'm wearing sunglasses and a hat. You're wearing uh, only sunglasses and a hat. Okay, let's do a classic Blues Brothers quote. We're in a car. We've got sunglasses on. You've got some cigarettes. I'm 105 miles from Chicago. Is that the is that the classic? I know, man. I've never seen it. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's fine or whatever. It's got eh. Carrie Fisher in it. Okay. And she's a hairdresser. Meh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, film recommendations with Tim and James. Who are you, James? My name's James Russell. I do things with plugins all the time. Oh, he really does, guys. It's becoming a real problem. And this is Tim Kant, who makes videos about plugins and writes things about plugins and does videos about producers in their studio. Studios, uh, unless there's some kind of uh, international pandemic on. And then I still make it happen, even if I can't be present. And I make music sometimes. You're just a can-do kind of producer guy. <laughs> I am. I want to start saying no more, though, basically. <laughs> so whatever you want me to do in this episode, James, no. All oh, right? Okay. No. Okay, I, I was gonna, I was gonna suggest we have a lot of cream cakes, but uh, oh, oh, well, <laughs> you've changed my mind all of a sudden. Let's get into some of the latest and greatest plugins and declares. Tim, this happened yesterday as uh, as we were recording. It happened yesterday as we were recording. I know. It's like a time is all <laughs> happening simultaneously, yeah, basically. Yeah. Yesterday when we recorded <laughs> this thing that we're doing now. Oh, okay. <laughs> three days before that, Splice released a plugin called Splice Bridge. Now, you know what Splice is? It's a, a subscription service that lets you download samples. Yes, I use it all the time. It's great. Musical samples, free samples, free eclairs, free uh, mm. uh, cuts of meat. Oh, God, yeah. Charcuterie. It's just like hanging about in the, you know, fridge section in Sainsbury's or whatever, hoping. Actually, they don't really do that in Sainsbury's. No, it would sell like an olive. Oh, do you know when the last time I went to Waitrose was, mate? Well, I can't remember. That's how long it's been. So anyway. Splice Bridge is a plugin that hooks up to the Splice app and the plugin itself, of course, goes in your door. And by connecting the two together, uh, you can match the samples that you're previewing in the Splice app to the key and the tempo of the project that you're working in in your door. Does that sound familiar to anyone? It sounds real familiar to me, James. It seems like they've taken a leaf out of Loop Cloud's book, which is, I don't know if it's really ironic, but certainly interesting because it seemed that Loop Cloud was kind of jumping on the Splice bandwagon well, and now payback. Well, I mean, Splice, Loop Masters was an existing company for a long time and always did sample. Splice wasn't, right? Yes, that's true. And originally you could get Loop, uh, Loop Masters samples on Splice, which was great because they have loads of wicked samples and I really like the Splice software. Anyway, 
Luke Cloud did this first, and they did it bloody ages ago. They did it like three or years four years ago. ago. Yeah. yeah, man. And I, that's a particular feature of Luke Cloud that I really like, and I would like it in Splice too, knowing that. Uh, you don't use that one so much? No, I don't like to do the integration. I like to have the app open separately. Segregation. Seg- yeah. Keep it separated, Offspring. I just like to listen to the samples over the top of the thing. Because I tell you what, mates, I'm really not doing a lot of getting a loop and time stretching it to my project tempo and just boshing it in there, EJ style. I am more a kind of cutting up and pasting, splicing, if you will, uh-huh. samples. And I don't really like to do a lot of granular processing or mucking about with stuff like that, really. Do so you know what I'm saying? Splice as it was and Loop Cloud without the plugin works best for you. Yeah, d- yeah, definitely. That's how I use them. I mean, I never, with Loop Cloud, I never really use the plugin integration, really. It's not really my bag. It is mine. It's, it's very much my bag. I carry it around me all the time. <laughs> it's got your perfume in it. Yeah, I, I use it a lot. I don't think I use it. Not that I make much actual music, but when I'm throwing something together for use elsewhere, I use it a lot. I use the plugin connected with it. And I just, you know, choose things by by key and by instrument. Mm. See what works. Drag it in there. I mean, I'm more of a kind of sit there for hours on bloody end. Agonizing. Agonizing, listening to every sample, trying to find the thing that sounds exactly right, sort of like a nerd, basically. What I really wanted them to do, mate, in fact, there might be some way to do this, but I don't think so. I just wanted a thing where you had a transport control in the app so that if you had, for example, a sample that was eight bars long and there was like a tiny vocal at the end of it, you could just see where that was and listen to it and audition it without having to sit there while it painstakingly plays through the entire bloody sample. Can you imagine that, James? Yeah, what, so that you can control your doors transport no. from the app? I No. No? I don't want any kind of connection. Oh, you just want to start the playhead I from where I just want to start the wanna... playhead where the actual audio is. That's all I wanted. I don't think that's too much to ask, It's, man. Not, it's not too much to ask. You can do it on the website. You can't do it on the flipping app. Okay, okay. Oh, God. Easy. Jesus e- wept. Easy. Oh, okay. crikey. You can get the new plugin Splice Bridge with their $10 a month, $20 a month, and $30 a month plans. Uh, there are also two new plugins that actually, you know, make some sounds of their own. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, what Loop Cloud have been doing, yeah. isn't it? Uh, <laughs> slightly. Pretty suspicious, but whatever. Uh, one is called Beatmaker, which is a drum machine where you can uh, drag samples from the Splice app onto the pads, and it's got a load of presets too. They really should have given it a more kind of like straightforward name, I feel. It's like Beatmaker, what does it do? Well, I just don't understand why, what's I'm, it for? I'm surprised no one's named a product Beatmaker before, you know? They should call it Drum Sample Placer. How about that? That would be great. Yeah, yeah. Drag and drop sample yeah. for, for drum. <laughs> you've got uh, the classic eight pad view and you've got a 32 step sequencer in there. And it's hopefully, it doesn't seem to be quite as integrated uh, with the Splice app other than dragging and dropping. With with Loop Cloud's version, you can sort of randomly replace samples and do a sort of nearest neighbor match kind of thing. Nearest neighbor? Uh, Hey, (laughs) I get around. I I read a lot of comments on the internet. Oh my goodness, okay. Well, moving swiftly on, uh, what's the other one they do? Uh, And they have also brought out an actual, that is actual synth. It's a synth. It's not just a sample playback thing. Yeah, that synth is called Astra. Uh, They say it's been in development since 2018, just like this podcast. (laughs) Uh, 
And yeah, it's it's. it's Is it going to be up to the quality level of this podcast? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I'm reading here. It says it's got two oscillators that offer analog, FM, granular, sampler, and wavetable options. You'd think they'd be a bit more sample based, or maybe bring out an actual sampler. Just let me. Do a thing I, where you I, can I, make multi-sample patches and make make a nice keyboard thing. Do like, that. That could be cool. That could be, maybe they're onto that. Should we? I haven't actually checked Do out it. the synth itself, but I'm sure there's got to be some kind of video. Surely there's a blog post. It's got a step sequencer. Pictures. There's no video. They're just not into step sequencers, man. All right. All right. Oh God. To each their own. No. Spice. Everyone should do it my way. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go for the uh, <laughs> the video with all the Eastern characters in it. <laughs> I couldn't even. I. Oh. Because it's a preset playthrough of the Astro synth, and this is what it seems to sound like. Oh. Beep. Bleep. Boop. Beep, bada, bada, you bada, turned bada, into boop. a robot, James. That's that's the kind of synth sound I like. Sounds very much like a synth. Someone has programmed at random with a step sequencer. Oh, that sounds brilliant, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know It's not the first time we're gonna hear something that sounds like bees in this episode. I'm really not a fan of what they've done with all these parallel chords all over the place. Oh! Now some atmosphere. Okay. Now we get. Hey, now we're getting oh, into oh, it. Pad time. Oh yeah. Ooh. That but actually sounds nice. Sounds a lot better than the uh, the ARP category. Bass. No. Play it lower on the keyboard, video person. Yeah, this person doesn't know what a bass is. <laughs> this is a bass sound. <laughs> oh. Beat. Sounds like dodgy old drum machines. Yeah. Oh, minimal techno. That's all right. Nah. Too minimal for my liking. Chords. Oh. Drones. Is that a drone? Kind of. FX. <laughs> it's a bit of a I can't weird argue. horn noise. Keys. Okay. How about some keys? So it doesn't look like there's any sample material in here. This does just seem to be a virtual analog and FM and stuff, I guess. It said it has a sample oscillator. You can choose. Oh, oh it does, does it? That one. Oh, there's a granular, oh, okay. there you go. granular oscillator. You can see there. Uh, FM sample. There's a sampler. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a synth. And yeah, it seems pretty capable, I guess. Yeah, that, those sounds weren't so impressive to me i think a lot of it was to do with it seemed like somebody just knocked those demos out in a hurry yes. um, i think you could probably do some cool stuff with it you think potentially they're just trying to get youtube views by being first uh yeah, who would ever do something like that i never said that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean decent the thing is though if it's a spice subscription thing you're getting into the area of, well, when you stop paying for it, is it going to stop loading up any projects? Yes, I would imagine. Yeah, I, just like any other synth that is on a subscription, which not many are. The synth and the Beatmaker plugins are available only on the $20 and $30. Oh, month what? I, hey, mate, I'm on the cheapest one, and I have about three or 4,000 credits. That's racking up. That's the thing, you know? They're going to they're gonna get you uh, storing up those credits, which you'll never be able to spend, but you can't cut the cord because I you're can't cut the cord. too addicted to I'm the adi I'm synth. completely addicted. Honestly, I find Spice, Spice absolutely brilliant. 
like if you're if you're prepared like i think a lot of people discount it because they hear the samples and they don't really do any digging mm. and they think oh i don't want to just bosh this in my projects and time stretch and blah 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 i don't think that's where you get the best out of it i think if you do a bit of digging find some good stuff you know do something try and flip it in an interesting way i think it's really fantastic so yeah that's my take I, I'm, gl- I'm glad to see splice sort of catching up uh, with the competition well where is now presumably <clears throat> loop cloud now is going to have to nick some ideas off splice again where does it where does it end i don't know let's let's find out but i mean luke cloud's sort of way ahead with the sort of ideas train you know it's been it's been i've been pushing forward for a long time software does loads of crazy stuff yeah but it's none of none of the crazy features that Loop Cloud or Splice have. I'm interested at all. Just want to play back samples. Loop, good samples. Loop Cloud implements more ideas quicker. Splice sort of seems to be taking its sweet time to get things going. Yeah, I mean, their synth does seem more involved than the Loop Cloud stuff. Mm. I guess the beatmaker is as well. We'll have to see. It's going to be an, a literal arms race, James. Yeah, well, I'm glad. I welcome this arms arms race. And, uh, <laughs> like all arms races, you love them. Yeah, I love them. I like a good old-fashioned arms race. Uh, <laughs> it's nostalgic. Space race. <laughs> any kind of Egg race. spoon race. Yeah, no, that will do me just fine. <laughs> James, are you familiar with a little plugin called Vocal Synth 2 by our buddies Isotope? I'm a little bit familiar. Will you want to lay something on me? Who I, I should say, by the way, they are sponsoring this segment. Ooh. So pay attention to that. Now, look, James, have you ever had a vocal sample and you've listened to it, or your own vocal you've recorded, say, and you've been like, this isn't exciting enough? I'm sure it's happened, right? Yeah, like at least three times a day. Well, well, there you go. Hey, vocal synth, it's the solution to all your problems. Now, I have done some work for this little demo, <laughs> and I've recorded a vocal snippet Ooh, for is, you. Is it you doing a Depeche Mode cover? It, it is me. It's my beautiful voice. Oh. And like, so look, let's have a hypothetical scenario. Let's say we needed a little jingle for this very podcast, yep, right? Yep, yep. What could we do to make it more exciting? Now, look, here's the here's the dry one. Have a listen. Appetite for production. It's sexy. Now, that's obviously brilliant already. Brilliant and very true. Yeah, it, it is sexy. What if we wanted to make it a little bit more interesting? Well, let's turn to Vocal Synth 2, which, as you can see from the interface, I'll describe this for audio listeners, it's got flipping five different uh, vocal synthesizer sections, plus flipping seven effects down the bottom. And it does some pitch correction that we're not going to talk about today, James, because mm-hmm. that is not our remit. You, you have perfect pitch. I have, I have perfect pitch. La! See, yeah. there we go. No pitch shifting needed. Okay. I believe that note was a la. <laughs> yeah, do, re, mi, all that stuff. Okay, so BioVox. We're going to start with it. What what do you imagine that this is? A biovox, mate? I reckon it synthesizes uh, some chemical compounds that make your voice 30% more uh, transmissible. Uh, that's, that's exactly what it does. Actually, it's like a simulation of the human voice box and throat and all that stuff, James. Sweet. Doesn't really matter what it actually does. Let's just play our lovely vocal sample through it. 
and muck about with some knobs. How does that sound? Please. Okay, so I'm going to loop this up, so I hope you're prepared to listen to it about 600 times. Yep. Now, is, is that sounding sexy? That's sounding, you? yeah, much more. It sounds a bit Slav or Zizek to me. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what I was going for, sniff, sniff. So let's, uh, let's see what happens when we muck about with the uh, controls. I'm turning up the nasality here. Ooh, Ooh is that, that sexy? That is sexy. Oh, yeah. Now, what about this? It's kind of sleazy robot. <laughs> <laughs> so you can really... You can do a lot. With yeah. just your voice. You see what I'm saying? And also, it's not just these controls here, buddy. You can open up this and do some stuff ah, in here. You can, you can choose vowel sounds. So what you can do is you can choose a bunch of presets. In fact, what one did I like here? Oh no, there's a different one that I like. Um, so you can choose a bunch of different settings. So these are all, it's kind of like vocodery sort of stuff. So you can really go to town with it and do all kinds of crazy stuff. Let's move on though to the uh, a vocoder. Now, you know what a vocoder is, right? Buddy? I'm very aware what a vocoder is. Well, this is one of those, basically. Mmm, you like that? No. <laughs> How about we take it down? It doesn't sound like most vocoders I've ever heard at well, all. <laughs> well, this is the thing. What you might have noticed is, I'm not playing the keys, because at the moment we're using auto mode. Okay. Mate. Later, I'm going to put this into MIDI mode mm. and you're going to hear some crazy stuff. So for this one, I'm going to go for the Gang of Bees preset and uh, muck about. Does that sound like bees to you, mate? No. What about this? I imagine that's how a bee would speak, <laughs> yes. So if you want to make yourself sound like a bee, <laughs> this is probably the best plugin for that. Right. Now, CompuVox, right. Can you imagine what this is? Look, bear in mind, there's an op here that does read, spell, and math. Is that giving you a bit of a clue? Yeah, that would be uh, simulating the sounds of old children's uh, speech computers. That's exactly right. So basically... Is, is the math like the Stephen Hawking sound? Well, let's have a listen. It's like he's in the room. It is. Hi, Steve. Oh, my God. What's going on with your voice box, Steve? Oh, God. Steve, are you okay? Oh, God. So you can really... Uh, mangle your vocals. I've got a little setting here that I was enjoying listening to the other day. I think this is the exact setting he used to woo his nurse. <laughs> yeah. Imagine a robot man was saying those things to you. Yep. James, did you like it very much? <laughs> well, yeah, it makes me, you know what. <laughs> okay, um, let's move on to the talk box. This is basically another vocoder sort of thing, basically. Uh-huh. Oh, that's, that's a more sexy vocoder. It's like a Barry White vibe. So you can turn yourself into a waltz of love. What's this preset called? This is the Russell. Ah, interesting. I don't know of a famous talkbox user called Russell. Let's have a listen to some more. 
<laughs> so very sexy sounds yes, there. Yes, clearly. I, I love it. Now, Polyvox. Mm-hmm. It's just your standard harmonizer, baby, but it sounds great. Let's have a listen. Time for production. It's sexy. <laughs> production, it's sexy. No, that is sexy. Production, it's sexy. So yeah, pretty cool stuff. I'm sure you can agree. And also, as well as all of that stuff, you got these six effects down here. I'm just gonna show you shred at the moment. Because mm. this does some funny stuff. So if you want to chop up your vocal without even thinking about it. It's a lot of fun. You just head to the shred. You head, you head to the shred and do the shred. This is this is perfect commercial level jingling. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I mean, you don't really have to think about it. You just whack a load of effects on it without thinking about the consequences. Now, I mentioned earlier... Mm, you mentioned that you're going to play some MIDI into I'm the gonna vocoder. I'm going to play some MIDI. So I'm going to close that instance, buddy. I'm going to bring up another instance that I've rooted a MIDI track to. So here's our other instance. Now look, I have got all of these effects active oh. at once. It's, you're not just choosing one at a time. You can do all of them. Also, I put some chorus on there. Let's have a bit of a play with a keyboard. So you can see the many possibilities available to you there for mangling your own voice. You have truly, yeah, you have taken a dull, uninspiring <laughs> vocal and turned it into a slightly less dull, and slightly <laughs> less uninspiring vocal. Well, there you go, James. Vocal Synthesis by Isotope. You can buy it for 140 GBP or equivalent, or you can get it as part of their flipping uh, subscription deal, buddy. And many thanks to Isotope for sponsoring this episode. Thanks, guys. Uh, last time we looked at the cube synth cube. The cube. Are you going to put an effect on that or is it just me making a silly voice? No, it's just you making a silly voice. The cube. <laughs> I'm not going to put an effect on that either. Cube. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, the uh, lovely developer, Lunacy Audio, they uh, got in touch with us. We didn't even like tell them or tag them. Or I did like that. strongly hint that I wanted to try, but I never in my wildest dreams imagined that I'd be able to blag an NFR, which yeah. is what happened, baby. They came along offering Tim a copy so he can check it out properly. And have you checked it out? You properly? better believe I jumped on the opportunity like a flipping savage, mate. I was like a rat up a drain pipe. Okay. And yeah, I instantly downloaded it, installed it and started using it, James, in an actual project. You started cubing. I started cubing. I gleamed the cube. But uh, yeah, it seems... Pretty flipping cool, actually. It is kind of like, it's basically a rompler with knobs on, mm. just as you might have imagined from uh, listening just to the Just like last I episode. said, yeah. Just like, exactly like you said. You were right. And its unique selling point is that it does have a ball yes. that moves in three dimensions. Oh. And I tell you what, the, that stuff is cool. And it does give it a bit of a different spin in that like, you can make a kind of you've got all these kind of ways to kind of like modulate in, you know, th three sort of parameters at once. 
and everything and it's and you can do some cool stuff with that and everything what i really like is the animation on the ball which looks very surreal and futuristic sounds great the animation yeah yeah yeah, this is normally the sort of thing that i'm (laughs) very cynical but this one time i'm probably prejudiced by the fact that they gave it to me for free but the animation on the ball is wicked because its surface kind of undulates and shit whatever and it feels like you're doing something really important and futuristic Ah. which is what i'm all about baby that's psychological sort of priming it is they psychologically primed me more usefully i like the sounds that it makes yes it's got the sort of sounds in there that i like that are kind of weird abstracts and futuristic nice pads Mm. nice leads i've already used some of the sounds in a natural project that hey maybe one day i'll actually finish so yeah how nice are these nice pads i mean are we talking like they're real nice buddy they are you know they are i would definitely put them in the kind of whole Korg Spectrasonics sort of area, basically mm. Roland as well. I would, you know, I would say they're getting on for that level and some really nice lead sounds. But this product is still very much in its infancy. Now it, on the negative side, there's no PDF manual yet. Which oh, sin. I know. Sinner. I know. I know. Even even getting a free plug-in cannot not upset me about <laughs> not getting a flipping <laughs> manual. But this is a very new pro- product, so hopefully they'll come out with a manual at some point. <clears throat> you know, it, it, I, mean, I mean, you know, Doesn't aside that... from all the modulation stuff, the most important thing for me is, because I'm to be honest, I'm not going to spend hours and hours designing my own sounds in it. Mm. It's the quality of the presets. There's some really interesting stuff in there, so I was very happy about that. And basically. most importantly, the undulating spinning ball. I do like the undulating spinning ball. I mean, to be honest, though... They, should, I, they shouldn't have called it cube. They should have called it ball. ball. So, yeah, I mean, the thing is, I'm not actually looking at the interface of a plugin that much. My MO is find a sound that I don't hate, uh-huh. uh, program it in there, don't really look at the plugin interface much at all anymore, as long as the release times are okay. <laughs> Don't look at the plugin interface, okay. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, and then I'm doing a load of uh, mixing on top of it, however. So I don't really spend a lot of time looking at plugin, you know, so instrument interfaces. You use a synth to come up with a sound. You treat it very much like a sample library, and then you yes. do things to it in your door. Yes, definitely. And I mean, to be honest, I try not to muck about with stuff too much anyway i generally like it when sounds have got that x factor simon cowell um, uh. without having to put loads of crazy effects on them because i like my music simple and pure and uh, yeah <laughs> cube uh, cube did that for me cube's giving you purity yeah e- something in- purity indeed no imperfections what i couldn't work out was and in fact i need to uh, email the developer out about this was um, I couldn't work out how to turn portamento time down on a particular sound I was using because there's no manual. Couldn't flip in, uh, work it out. So that's something I need to look into. But, you know, it's reduced in price because it's new. So it's only $200 at oh, the moment. Oh, is it? I thought it was 249 It's 249 regular price, ah. 199 intro. So, hey... And also, it's got a flipping 14-day money-back guarantee. Now, there's no demo version. That's Yeah, that's what we're talking about. But if you want to give it a try, hey, you've got two weeks to muck about with it. And I'd say, unless, you know, you're super skint or whatever, if you like nice futuristic weird sounds, definitely give it a go. I was very pleasantly surprised. Great. Cube. Cube. Thanks for the freebies. Anyone else who wants to send us a freebie, <laughs> go right ahead. And we'll give you a very, ac- I mean, you know, no. non, <laughs> non, <laughs> no, non, stop it. No, please, stop please send, send freebies now. Nope.
I reckon this next thing is going to be a fairly big new synth. <gasps> oh, tell uh, me. We've both heard about it. It is a synth made by Traction. It <gasps> is what? A frequency modulation synthesizer. And it is called... What's it called? Well, it's called... It's pronounced on the videos FM. FM, Which right. is a terrible name. It's written... Uh, hold, F- hold on a second. It is written F... Full stop. Apostrophe. <laughs> E-M. Awful. Awful branding. I feel that should be pronounced F-em. Yeah. Like, fuck em, Yeah. James. That's what they're hinting at, That's, isn't that's it? what they're hinting at. But obviously, the first rule of marketing is if you're going to name a product, you need that product to be clearly pronounceable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, you can't just call a synth virtual analog. Which is, this is what the equivalent is, calling it FM, and it's an FM synth, you know what I'm saying? It's like calling your door, door. Yeah, I mean, that's... It's like calling your child, child. Yeah, that's why they've technically got around it by, with all this punctuation that's gone awry. Too much punctuation. Maybe someone fell asleep on the keyboard before they submitted it to Steinberg. (laughs) Uh, And you also, as well as needing a clearly pronounceable product name, you also need something that's clearly searchable in, I don't know, Google? Mm. or uh, taggable in in discussions and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, what's going to happen with the flipping hashtags with all the punctuation? Oh, oh terrible. I, yeah, someone might think you're trying to go to a web address. Someone might think you're just really bad at typing. Yeah, it's very silly. Very silly. Mm. However, the synth looks fucking great. Yay, results! Uh, I'm going to show you the intro video, which goes back into silly territory, but it's funny to talk about it. Here's a post-apocalyptic... Oh, wicked. ...scene. Oh, my God, is that Hong Kong? I have no idea. Oh, man, is this going to leverage the Hong Kong riots? Yes, it is. Oh, my God. We've got an anarchist lad here with a a flare in his hands. Yes, it's 2011. Oh, some grimy drum and bass noises. Screechiness. It's a raucous journey through FM synthesis, James. Yeah, so what we are seeing is a lot of shots of the plug-in interface and a lot of shining lights, someone um, destroying a, a, an abandoned hellscape. Yeah, yeah, pretty more, much of the time. Some more shots of the plug-in. And as you can hear, the trailer video is just a song. Yeah. I mean... Presumably these noises have been made with the very synth, otherwise it's a bit pointless, yeah, I guess. I really hope. <laughs> it's all Nexus presets, mate. Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, you say these presets, it's pretty much just one preset, isn't it? Playing over and over Look, again. this is the sound of FM. It's many, many, many harmonics. That's what you want to do. You want to get as many harmonics in your tune as possible, am I right? Sure, sure you do. But, like, you know, you got to use the synth that you're making a trailer about in the trailer for the synth, rather than just printing a song to audio and then just playing it behind the trailer. Uh, I don't know. I'd like this is. I guess this is a kind of different type of marketing than you than you probably uh, seen traditionally in music tech. Like I think in the last few years, we've seen a, more of a move towards kind of like maybe lifestyle marketing, where it's like, okay, Looks here's like a banging tune lifestyle. and some and some yeah yeah yeah. Well, this is the anarchist lifestyle of holding a flare and your face has got a gas mask on it. I mean, normally back in the day, we would have liked a. A kind of an Urs Heckman style demo mm. where it's like, okay, we can see the actual oscillators as this song is playing or whatever. Yes. Whereas I, I don't is, think there's anything wrong with expecting that. I know. Well, 
this I mean this is this is gonna attract the kids, I guess, Aww. or whatever. So maybe they've got a maybe they've got a video kids where it's a bit more like have any money. Well I know. Well the kids can pirate it. But anyway, I mean Yes, I guess it's a matter of taste, I guess, really. Uh, let's just... I, pref- I prefer to, to see a bunch of different sounds, whatever. I can understand why you just want to have a banging tune in your, in your, in your demo. Yeah, I can kind of understand it, but it's, uh, it's, it's, we need to see the synth in the synth thing. I want to see the synth. Don't get me wrong. Well, let us stop talking about all the uh, videos and stuff and get straight into the synth. It is an 11 operator <laughs> FM synth. More operators than I've seen ever before, I think. Exactly. So you've got 11 operators, eight of which are actual, what you'd consider operators, i.e. waves, two of which are sample slots. Oh. And one of which is a noise slot. All of these are baked together in a FM8 style FM matrix. It looks a lot like FM8. It looks like FM8 crossed with a kind of more contemporary arturiary design, I think it's fair to say, wouldn't you say? Yeah, more colourful, more high res, um, a bit friendlier on the eyes. Because let's face it, FM8 is old now. I know we don't want to admit this to ourselves. (laughs) Shit's old as fuck, isn't it? Wait a second. If FM8 is old, we're old. Yeah, I know. We're older than FM8. We're we're more than twice the age of FM8. Actually, you're about twice the age of FM8, aren't you? I don't know. I was was a child when it came out. God, that's depressing to think about. Eight oscillators in the traditional sense. The two sample oscillators... One can only modulate other things, and one can only be modulated by other things. Oh, okay. The noise oscillator can uh, feature very fully in the modulation as well. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you've got your eight actual operators. Each operator in, I'm going to call it FM. uh, Mm, Yeah, that's better. Has two LFOs and two envelopes for itself. That is level and pitch. And you also get two what they call flow LFOs because, you know, (laughs) standard LFOs are for losers. (laughs) What does a flow LFO do? Is it a flexible envelope, basically? Yeah, basically you get a more complex shape. Uh, You've you've got a what they call a slot matrix to have different shapes in there. You know, it's this sort of expressive sort of, dare I say, massive style need for performable shapes Mm. and movement which is cool which is fine all of this by the way each setup you can have four layers of the same or different set what so you know those 11 operators we were talking about you can uh, duplicate that (laughs) and make tweaks however you like so you could technically not that it's necessarily advisable (laughs) you could technically have a 44 operator patch running and that's just with one instance oh my wordy yes and there's a lot more that we haven't gone into there's a big ass modulation matrix there are there's an arp there are effects and yeah 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 we've seen all this shit before general modulation like blah 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 x x y macros are the macros yeah yeah of course What do you think, Timmy? Well, in one of the other FM promo videos, they invoke a sacred name, James. That of the Access Virus, the original 90s one. 
Which is a bold claim. I mean, that DAT did have FM capabilities. I wouldn't really call it an FM synth. It was really a virtual analog hybrid. But that, that immediately, that makes me think this synth has got to be damn good if it's uh, going to live up to the marketing. It looks like it could be pretty cool. It's hard to tell how good the synth is going to be just from the well, demo song. Sure, sure. You are a big fan of FM8. I do. I do really like FM8. I think it's great. And I think... It's, you know, frankly, the fact that we haven't seen a follow-up in the last 15 flipping years is crazy. So I'm glad the Traction are stepping up and providing us with what seems to be the natural successor to yeah. Native Instruments Classic. Yeah, natural successor is a better descriptor than uh, follow-up. And do you think uh, this is, would potentially be the kind of thing that you could reach for instead of FM8 when you want to reach for FM8? Well... The thing about FM8 is, it's long in the tooth, it's got some weird quirks mm. as well um, in stuff like, stuff not maybe sounding how it should sometimes, stuff like there's no, you can't have like a pitch envelope for each operator. This looks like it may well remedy a lot of those things. Also, these days, I'm just a giant preset whore. If it's got some decent presets, I'm basically sold. And I'm not also, I'm not looking for big screechy noises like in the demo video. I'm looking for pads, lovely little arps, some nice leads, bells. Shall we Shall we go through a few? Let's go through a few. Why not? It's nice pretty noises. All right, let's have a look. God, that's loud. Dynamic 808. Wop, wop, wop. Florilege. Bass. We need some pads, Tim. Bleep oh. stab. There we go, but this is nothing you couldn't do with your virtual yeah. analog, you know what I'm... You Sounds know what very I mean? synthy, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> none of the FM operators are really doing anything in this. It's yeah, just... I mean, it sure sounds nice. Oh, griminess. Dual nice vibe bells. Detune sawtooth. You ever heard one of those? I bloody love a detune sawtooth. I don't put them in my music though, really, but I do like the sound of them. And this sounds great, but again, nothing, nothing too crazy. That's a gorgeous stab. Wild style. Wobble. I mean, it does all the bread oh, and butter here we go. sounds. Here we Ooh, go. Hell yeah, bring it on. Here's a pad. Oh, yes, I like this. Maybe we can just search YouTube for all the pad sounds of FM. I mean, that's basically what I do on my downtime is look on YouTube for different sorts of pad sounds. And this is a nice pad sound. Actually, an apostrophe always stands for a missing letter. So could it be actually called Flem? <laughs> oh, wow. That'd be a pretty funny name. I mean, the thing is, what, what you've got to bear in mind is these are coming straight out of the synth. Generally, people who are making filthy noises are then going and processing the load as well. So it's, this is pretty good stuff just coming straight from the uh, instrument. This is the New Age Harp. Very nice. The New Age Harp. It's a new age. It's the age of Aquarius, James. Yeah, I mean, I'm not so into grungy noises these days because I'm old. Ooh. Drifter. That's not so grungy. Yeah, pretty nice kind of you know pitch shifty effect with some paddy stuff in there as well yeah reminds me of an old cork sort of sound really <laughs> i mean having listened to all of these very much i mean obviously yes that's the whole point that it's very synthy 
Um, <laughs> I, I mean, don't know what you were expecting. It's an FM synth. So <laughs> I can't really expect sort of physical modeling and like realistic mm. sounds. So I shouldn't. I mean, that's the kind of sound I like, which is why a lot of these sounds like, yeah, it's too synthy for me. But uh, mm. it's never claimed to be anything <laughs> other than that. And I wouldn't want it to. Yes. I mean, I think, okay, maybe it's not like a quantum leap from an FM8. I think it might be. I don't know. I mean, I think. The fact, the fact that it's got sample playback in there is potentially interesting. I'd like to see if you can actually make something nice with the sample oscillators and the FM capabilities. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I think it's I think it's worthwhile having just a bit more of a modern FM synth with some quality of life improvements. What I want to know, James, is mm. how many clamaroonies does it cost? It is 179 US clams. Okay. It's cheaper than a cube. It's cheaper than the cube. It, it's not going to have as much sample content as the cube, I guess. But, you know, I think... Do you know what? I think this is a fair enough price point mm. for stuff. I think, you know, these synths are generally of a very high quality. Yeah. Um, I the, think you get a lot of them, a lot of presets alone, let alone digging into the internals. So I think, you know, I think it's not too bad. And, you know, this is the sort of price that I would be spending on very old second-hand sound module mm. you know it's going to be very good quality coming from traction uh, even if it's got a few quirks or the interface isn't quite as followable but it looks i think looks the interface is cool man uh yes i think the interface looks okay i like the way they haven't tried to do something that's far removed from the fma interface which i think is the best fm interface ever Fun. i really like the straightforward modulation matrix i think it's fantastic they haven't tried to reinvent the wheel i think this is a good thing yeah i like it i like it i just probably could breathe a bit more but that's just uh, ui nerdery um, <laughs> i'm sure it's got plenty of very good features i'm sure it's been expertly made i'm sure it's going to be very very effective for those who want it yeah i mean there haven't really been any you know straight up synths out for a while my only problem with it is the name. I think they should rebrand it before they go any further, basically, while I still got the chance. Yeah, I completely agree. I don't have anything to add to that. Silly, mm-hmm. silly name. Don't be silly. Okay? Yeah, don't be silly. Be sensible and sexy. Okay, sensible and sexy. <laughs> that's, that's my motto. There's the final phrase on this one. <laughs> that's what they should call the synth. Sensible and sexy. I, I see no problem with that. <laughs> okay, brilliant. Job done. That is the end of episode 90. Can you believe we've done 90 of these things? No, I don't believe we've done 90 of them. What's going on? Slightly more than 90, actually. Wow. Well, doesn't time fly when you're clinging onto life by the skin of your teeth? Oh, it really does. <laughs> well, thanks for that, James. I feel like I've really learned something. Uh, well, you haven't, so <laughs> glad to give you that impression. Okay, wicked. Well, you fooled me yet again with your wily ways. Well done, son. We'll catch you all maybe in two weeks, maybe this time in three weeks. We might be taking a week off. We're both incredibly tired. And we're going on a canal barge holiday together. <laughs> oh, are you wicked? Yeah. Oh, amazing. Oh, fantastic. Well, we'll see you on the ooze. 